me is I have a really bad habit of not reading fine print. Mm-hmm. So what this means is, and it, it's it's in relation to one thing in particular, and that thing in particular is like size dimensions. So, for example, um, once I ordered a like a like a welcome mat for our front door, and I was like, oh, this is like seven pounds. What a great bargain! Okay. Sick. Ordered it, and it came, and it was like a welcome mat for a doll's house. <laughs> And Michael was like, oh, how did you make that mistake? I was like, I just didn't look at the measurements. But like, so this is a thing that I do. And so I did this recently where I got Percy a, a what I thought was going to be a giant pack of balls for her to run around after. And it came and it was like three balls. And because and it's because I look in the picture online where it's a cat frolicking and loads of balls and i'm like you must get all those balls and you don't it's a pack of three <laughs> so i was initially really annoyed about yeah. this i was like that's such a ripoff because for the amount of balls i thought i was getting it was a reasonable price the amount of balls i got i was scammed like i that was right. a scam right this being said she loves those balls she loves them. I don't know what it is. It's just the little like pom-pom kind of like they're very light, fluffy. Yeah. And she just, and it's hard to keep Percy interested in anything. Like she gets bored of her toys so quickly. But these, she will run around yeah. after them for hours. And then she'll, and she'll play fetch with me, which is how I know she really loves something, which is when she like picks it up, brings it to me, drops it at my feet. Waits for me to notice. If I don't notice enough, she'll give me like a little tap. She'll give me another <laughs> little tap. And then if I'm and then if I'm being, in her opinion, stupid and I can't see the thing, and I'm going, where is it? Where is it? She gives me a little bite on my leg. Just not hard, just enough to be like, pay attention to yeah. me. And yeah, we will do that for hours. So yes, I was initially annoyed that I didn't get the the giant mega pack that I was expecting, but I actually have have made my peace with it because of how much joy it brings her. Like it's so funny. She just goes crazy, like bat- batting them around. Um, I love. And then she hides them places, and then comes back and finds them later. And it's like she rediscovers them all over again. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least she likes them. It would be so much worse if you yeah, you if only I got, got three. Yeah, full scam. Yeah. She- yeah, 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 sure. yeah. Michael keeps being like, it isn't a scam. You just didn't read the fine print. And I'm like, it's a scam. It was false advertising. The picture was misleading. I've been robbed. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you were scammed. I think, we I, should... think I was scammed. Well, we'll sue them. Yeah. Uh, yes, let's sue them. <laughs> we don't sue enough here. No. I love it. Let's, let's sue them. You've got to start getting attorneys litigious. involved. Yeah, yes. I need to get really litigious. Yes. <laughs> what's what's going on with you let's see so the um the giant storm has passed there was it, yeah. it was raining for days and days and the how dogs, do the animals deal with giant storms um the so frequently crumb would like be like oh i gotta go outside so he'd ring his little bell and he'd be like okay i don't know if you actually want to go outside and i'd open the door and he would see the wall of water coming down and he would just look at it and then turn around and go lay back down on his bed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I 
I didn't like, think you wanted today. to. Not today. Uh, <laughs> so they were really happy when it was over because they could finally go outside, like on walks. Um, <laughs> what would they do in terms of like going to the bathroom? We still took them out, but it was like. You would fast. just get really. We wet. would just like run out, and they would pee, and then we'd run back in, and like, yeah, because they do have some raincoats and stuff, but they don't really work, and like they don't like wearing them, so they're just uncomfortable and wet, and so, yeah. um, yeah, it was just a lot of speed runs outside. Cricket did uh have two accidents in the house because it was we didn't want to be out long enough for to wait for him to poop, so uh, yep. oops, but we were like, honestly, Athens. it's fine. I kind of. A little bit. We were like, I don't want to be out there either. So if I got to clean up <laughs> one poop off the floor, that's kind of fine yeah. right now. <laughs> it's really, Honestly. really raining. Um, and it's always cute because, like I was telling you, when Crumb goes into adventure mode and he likes to walk on the curb, um, some for some reason after the rain in particular, he like gets crazy in that way so he's just like i think it because there's new smells everywhere yeah, so then, yeah and then he just starts like running along the curb and he's like whoa 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 look at all this stuff um, it's so cute because you forget he's just a puppy like you forget he's a kid yeah he really he's is such a like a sensitive piscean old boy <laughs> and then you just remember he's just a little kid he's a kid and he likes to have fun and he gets excited and he's like whoa yeah. um yeah so that's been really cute the cats don't seem to care you know same they're just inside anyway they mostly they have i just noticed when they're colder because they both try and sneak into the room and yeah it's you know our tiny bed gets full too fast and i'm like you have to get out of here also mod keeps mod kind of can't sleep in the room with us because she snores too loud and yeah, i have to I, like, I need you to voice i know i will snoring and send i did because i need to hear i recorded one for you the other day but it wasn't her full it wasn't the full power so I okay. gotta wait till she yeah, she goes yeah. full force because it is, it's not just I guess it, not just that it's loud but it's a weird sound. So you're also like you gotta <laughs> it's like wheezy and kind of hype like uh, whistly. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You gotta get out of here. I do like a little whistle sometimes. Percy gives a little whistle sometimes, and I'm like, oh, it's like a little person. Yes, it's really cute. But there's a point where you're like, it's so cute, and you have to you have to stop because I do need to sleep. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so that's been it's been pretty good. Um, well, on the subject of our pet news, yes. Um, today we're going to be sharing some general pet news. Mm-hmm. I there are just some fun stories that I've come across that I thought would be um fun to chat about. Um, in the UK and in the US, so it's what are we? It's it's pet pet newscast, news pet cast, news pet cast. That's pretty good. News, news pet cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we are today. Pet cast news, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need like a news jingle. Yes, you know what I mean. And then like the the sound of so in like oh here, yes we have the, when it's like the six o'clock news we have Big Ben striking. Oh, so like the BBC comes on and then it's like dong dong and then you hear the news anchor being like tonight on six o'clock news. Yes, and, then it, and it's so serious. Yes, um, yeah, we I don't need feel one like, that's we're, like we're not serious enough for that, are we? No, we need one that's like the sound of like animals scurrying across a desk and then it, yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, a, a horse neighing and then a uh, <laughs> a cat meowing and it's like okay yeah it's news time yeah, yeah. okay we'll, uh, get, we'll, we'll get on that <laughs> we'll get on that and then we also I have a quick Valentine's Day origin thing that is related to animals so cute I thought I'd bring that up and we have a 
Ready Pet Go from Pear Tree and their cats Doctor and Sterling. Love it. The first thing is um, pet friendly fairy cabins. Ooh. So basically, the Channel Islands, which are like the islands off the coast of the UK, mm-hmm. um, there are like frequent ferries moving between the mainland and the islands. And they have um, decided to install six pet friendly cabins on um, its Commodore Clipper this summer. I love this because when I really, really specifically, when I was younger, I used to watch this TV show called Come Outside. Any UK listeners, please let me know if you also watch Come Outside. It was the best show. And the show was about a woman called Auntie Mabel and her dog called Pippin. And they went on adventures together. And she had a little, um, she had a little plane that she would fly with Pippin. And they'd go places in the plane. And Pippin would always be like on the plane, on boats. And he was such like a little adventure dog. And there was just something so wholesome about Pippin stood on like the prow of a boat wind in his fur like taking on the day yes. you know like yes and so i'm just imagining all these dogs now doing the same thing like on the prowl taking on the day but also then being able to retreat to the luxury of of their own pet friendly cabin with easy clean hardwood floors and and beds and treats yes um i love it for them yes i love the luxury um so this year Technically, today, as we're recording, will be the 20th annual Puppy Bowl. Um, Amazing. Which is, in my opinion, the world's largest competitor to the United States Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah, I think that's, that's just fact and true. Yeah, yeah, I think this year, they'll probably struggle to keep up with the Puppy Bowl ratings, is my prediction. Yeah, um, I, I I hear that Taylor Swift isn't watching the Super Bowl because she's going to the Puppy Bowl instead. That's what I that's heard, what too. I heard. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. Um, we'll find out if it'll be Team Fluff or Team Scruff that takes the game this year. <laughs> um, and all of the puppies in the puppy bowl are rescues. And mm. so <laughs> I wanted to read the participating uh, team fluff this year. We've got Cronut, Harvey, Francine, Beignet, Linus, Patrick Mabones, Fred, and Levi. And the team rough this year is Bark Purdy, Stryker, Vanessa, Guy Ferreri, Mush, Mr. Bean, <laughs> Lady Luck, and Sunny. <laughs> Excited to see who oh. takes the game. We'll report back with winnings, obviously. Um, pretty big, pretty big sports. It's the closest I get to doing sports news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing like a pet pun name. I like know. I love that. I know, it's so good. Okay, next story here in the UK: mm-hmm. a cat in Sheffield returned after uh, being lost in a snowstorm for three years. The snowstorm did not last three years, but the cat was lost for three years, having gone missing in a snowstorm. Um, So Oscar disappeared in January 2020 after unexpected heavy snow, didn't come home. Um, He couldn't be found. He's 12 years old. And uh, his owner thought the worst, obviously. Yeah. Um, They searched for weeks. They'd given up all hope. They got in touch with animal rescues, cat shelters, vets, but no one saw him. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he turned up in a vet, basically. So he he got uh, picked up by some kind, good Samaritans. And they took him to the vet and they identified him by his microchip, which is why it's really important to chip your pets, Mm -hmm. people. 
doesn't matter if they're indoor pets you just never know and yeah back home three years later which is just like so good yeah and oscar for those who are wondering is like a gorgeous black cat with um a little a little white neckerchief is how oh. i'm gonna describe that cute um, so yeah delighted that oscar is back home safe and sound yeah well done oscar also wish yeah. we knew of oscar's adventures i know what did he get up to what did he see years? in those three years it's a long time yeah it's also th- those were the covid years so right. he was like oh maybe God. he was just isolating maybe he was just doing his duty <laughs> Do you know like, what i mean i've heard this is spreadable to cats i'm out of here um yeah it was like this i i listen i don't want to risk my owner's health so i can't stay at home so i'm gonna self-isolate and i'll yeah. come back when the coast is clear honestly smart smart cat very responsible yeah um back in the united states a shelter in duluth is holding animal it's called animal allies are holding blind dates as an adoption event on valentine's day uh so you can just come up to the desk and tell them what you're looking for in a cat or dog and it they just pick a cat or dog based on your description of what you're looking for at at random you don't get to see it first um that's my dream right and they're also doing a lot of fun uh you know, 14% off adoption fees, uh, bonded pairs are uh, cheaper for Valentine's Day, and uh, there's a discount on older pets as well. Um, I just love the oh. idea of a blind date with a potential adoption cat. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, okay, so in uh, back in the UK, in a place called Harrow Barrow, which I just, once more... Harrow Barrow. <laughs> we just name things so well. <laughs> um, so basically, again, another missing cat situation. Mm-hmm. Um, a cat had fell, fallen down a, a hundred foot mine shaft and uh, was rescued by a dog. <sighs> so the cat, whose name is Mowgli, mm-hmm. um, was missing and was missing for six days. And uh, her owner was, yeah, despairing, convinced that she wouldn't find uh, her cat. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she was walking her dog, Daisy, and Daisy uh, went absolutely berserk, was barking, was running around um, this this mine shaft, and led, which eventually led to the rescue of Mowgli. So. Um, apparently, uh, Daisy was walking along a footpath, stopped in her tracks and yeah, alerted her owner to to the fact that, that like her pal was there, which is just so sweet. Like, you know, um, so like everyone's back home, everyone's safe. Love that for them. Good job, Daisy. Good job. Good job. Great job. In sort of opposite valentine's day style they're in uh fall river massachusetts forever pause animal shelter uh lets you put your ex's name on a litter box for valentine's day uh and it is their uh never ever getting back together uh is the name of their campaign so if there's someone so good isn't it good if there's someone you never ever intend to get back together with you can make a donation to forever pause and they'll put that person's name on a litter box for you I love that. I love it. That's iconic. Yeah. Can I do it for my friends? I think Can I put so. My friends' exes' names. On yeah. Boxes? I don't think they're going to question it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Right. So. 
I absolutely do. I like having multiple options for Valentine's Day of like, oh, do you want to be sweet or do you feel a little bit spiteful? We got either way you can help us a shelter. I I'm I am always an exact 50-50 of like wholesome and petty. Like I'm always like being both. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um okay, so in Essex, (laughs) um a uh cat uh is starring in his own calendar for 2024. Um, which is so great. Yes. Um, he is called Max and he lives in uh Brightlingsea in Essex. Huh. And um he apparently just loves fuss, loves attention, um, loves people calling him gorgeous. <laughs> um he is fed by everybody, he gets the highest quality tuna and prawns, and he's just living his best life, so they've decided to make a calendar out of him. <laughs> So very exciting. He also um, has released a children's picture book. Yes. And a sequel is on the way. Oh, thank God. So if you need a calendar for 2024, um, go get a Max calendar and uh, profits will be donated to uh, a local cat rescue center. I love that. I just am imagining this cat like lounging, like paint me like one of your friends. Exactly. Yeah, same. (laughs) Instantly. It's it's modeling for sure. Yeah, it's absolutely. Putting in the work. In, I'm going to call this Florida news because like this kind of thing only ever happens in Florida. <laughs> um, a loose kangaroo was <laughs> caught hopping around a Florida apartment complex in Tampa. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, course, course. Absolutely only in Florida. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's not even their normal. Usually it's like giant snake, you know, swallows an old woman or like something like that not usually kangaroos um but yeah it's legal to keep them as pets right so this is i didn't know with the sorry i just read that ahead and was like (laughs) wait what do you mean so okay so this kangaroo was spotted and the (laughs) he called 911 and they were like (laughs) can you imagine a phone call so there's a kangaroo yes. just hopping so about. So here's the, yeah, they said, okay, so they said 911, do you need police, fire, or medical? And then the caller goes, I guess police? There's a kangaroo in my apartment complex. <laughs> and then he said, it's kind of a large kangaroo. We've got it closed into the pool gated area. No, we're not sure what to do with it now, basically. So they, man- they managed to safely corral it and they found its owner <laughs> Because uh, after they made sure it had they had proper registration. And yeah, apparently they, di- they didn't say how it got loose. But I mean, I can imagine it got loose. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it is legal to keep them as, as pets in Florida if you have the right permits. Um, what are the right permits? For I have having no a idea. As a pet? I would love to know. It's, you know, two forms, I'm sure, that you have to be like, do you have a, a proper enclosure for it? And you can be like, yes. And they'll go, OK, have fun with your kangaroo. Please don't let it loose in apartment complexes. you? Like, why would you want a pet kangaroo? Well. Like, I love, like, I mean, listen, I love me a kangaroo. Yeah. I don't get the impression that they're particularly cuddly, affectionate or safe to live with. I guess let's find out. Let's see if we can get a hold of this owner and find out if if it, oh also the the kangaroo's name is appropriately Hopper. Standard, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would I would love to to meet the pet They're owner quite of Hopper. Big as well. Yeah. I would say 
at a certain point, like, that's not a pet. Yeah. It's too big to be a, like, I don't even know if I would consider a horse a pet necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're definitely on the border of pet and something. Yeah. And I think it's, and I only mean by size, I kind of think, I don't know what the, I I almost want an in-between word where I I, I still think they are like, the, the closeness to them can be the same. You can still have the same bond, but I almost think a pet counts as some um, a, an animal that lives in your house. Yeah. And if it lives in an outside enclosure, there should be another word for that kind of pet. I guess, like, the distinction between, like, house pets and pets? Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. But, like, I, but it, I still agree with you that, like, a kangaroo isn't that. It's not like you're... Like, <laughs> like, that's your... I don't know. I don't have a word for it. You're, um... Yeah. Your your ward. <laughs> it's a dependent. It's a dependent. <laughs> There's some legal issues at hand here. Honestly. Um that is yeah. crazy. Um okay, so for my final story yes. is a uh, a woman in Basingstoke won 2 million in the lottery. And now her parrots live a life of oh, luxury. Yes. So she has two African greys called Alfie and Sunny. And they have this like insane specially equipped room. It has like special flooring and a TV. And um, she uh, <laughs> she wants to set up a animal shelter. Um, she has two dogs and four children. But she says that the, the, the birds are the most spoiled. Which is just <laughs> so funny to me. Um so I I just love this. That's incredible. Um, what would you buy your pets if you if you want a if you want the lottery? Like let's say you want a a cool two mil, a cool easy crazy two mil. Um, yeah. I mean, I think what it's not. I guess directly theirs, but like I would just get a place that has a yard with a fence. Like it, maybe that's kind of a boring yeah. answer, but it's like yeah, I would get them no, no, no. an outdoor space that is like theirs, and they can I can just open the door and they can go run around, and I think that's the the biggest thing. Like I, there are fun littler things that I'd be like, well, if I have two million to to spend, like of course I'm going to do the thing where I put like cat shelves all over the house, and yeah. But I think first it's like outdoor space and like maybe a little catio. <sighs> Honestly, I literally, I spend so many hours on catio TikTok. Yes. Just looking at all the cool ways people design enclosures for their cats. That's what I would spend mine on for sure. Yeah. Like I would, I would get the, the best architect to design the <laughs> sickest catio. And the catio would be like, it would be like amazing for people. It would also just like look aesthetically and architecturally yes. cool. Like, yes. yeah. yeah, that's what I would do. And I want one of those like super cat highways that you have inside the house. That just run around like the top. Do you know what I mean? Yes. They like run around the tops of your rooms for cats to run around, but like they still look really cool. Yeah, it doesn't oh, look like that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like shelf. It like it's like integrated into the architecture of the home. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That would be what I do. Cool. I love that. Um, I have one awesome. last uh world yeah. news. World news. World news. Okay. So, <laughs> because I thought it was so good. Indian police clear a suspected Chinese spy pigeon after eight months in bird lockup. Oh. He was wrongfully accused <laughs> and they finally freed this poor pigeon. Oh my gosh. So why was it? Why was it, <laughs> it all began in May when 
They captured this pigeon in a port near uh, Mumbai, and it had two rings tied to its legs carrying words that looked like Chinese, and police suspected it was involved in an espionage. And what? yes, so they t- and they sent it to Mumbai's um, a, a hospital for pets to get looked Wait. at. And what it was? Wait, it had two rings, like uh, like what? the ones that they put on the bird's legs, a little plastic, yeah, like, yeah, with like markings, and the markings were in Chinese. And so they were like, "How did this pigeon get here? Why is it here? It must be a spy bird." I can't lie, like I do feel like China are quite advanced technologically and maybe not relying on pigeons for missions. No, but yeah, 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 no. sure, sure, why not? But maybe, um, yeah. but it, what it turned out is that the pigeon was a, in my mind a celebrity and it was even more rude of them to capture him so this pigeon was an open water racing bird from taiwan that had escaped and made its way to india oh wow so that's like an olympic pigeon yes. they ca- they've wrongfully detained eight months this poor pigeon had to spend in pigeon jail poor pigeon and, and it's a like, racing pigeon it's used to flying yes. free and he's like that's no really i'm sad. an athlete and they're like yeah right yeah, yeah. This is classic, you know, sorry, ACAB, though. Like, you can't... Oh, ACAB for sure. Is... Like, the pigeon discrimination, yes. honestly. Yes. I bet, I bet, I bet pigeons are disproportionately arrested uh, uh, more than other birds. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone dislikes them. Right. They're definitely, they're like, yeah, they're definitely looked down upon by all of the other fowl. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like any anytime anyone sees like bird poop, they're like, must be a pigeon that did it. Yeah, you know. So they 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 did eventually return the pigeon to Taiwan, and he's doing better now. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Poor pigeon. Poor pigeon. Good for him. Um, it's a beautiful bird. And then this is this is where we would have a a news. Oh yeah, outro. outro. It was do, do, a do, serious, do, very serious, do, like. Do, do, do. Yeah. (laughs) And then then the voice of the pigeon. (laughs) My name's Doug Dugay, and I'm here to talk about my podcast in the middle of the one you're listening to. It's called Valley Heat, and it's about my neighborhood, the Burbank Rancho Equestrian District, the center of the world when it comes to foosball, frisbee golf, and high-speed freeway roller skating. And there's been a Jaguar parked outside on my curb for 10 months. I have no idea who owns it. I have a feeling it's related to the drug drop that was happening in my garbage can a little over a year ago. And if this has been a boring commercial, imagine 45 minutes of it. Okay, Valley Heat, it's on every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Check it out, but honestly, skip it. These are the These chronicles, are the chronicles of the Rancho Equestrian District in Burbank, Burbank California. California. These are the events taking place in my house around my house. Hello, sleepyheads. Sleeping with Celebrities is your podcast pillow pal. We talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics, all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest in live culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org, or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night. Okay. Um, as we've mentioned, Valentine's Day is is here. And I 
came across a little article about how love the love of birds may have sparked Valentine's Day. Um, and it's kind of the origin of the entire holiday. Wow. So medieval French bird watchers, uh, in their unknown, unfortunately, like we don't have a record of like who these bird watchers were, but noticed that birds began to choose their mates in mid-February. And they decided to give this an exact date, which was the 14th of fe- February. And so that date became like gradually became popularized across Europe and beyond. And more and more traditions started springing up around it. But this discovery wow. was like that. It's another one of those kind of like I think it like was marking the start of spring. And like so like birds yeah. are mating and they determined that it was February 14th. And obviously the name Valentine's Day is derived from St. Valentine. Um, so the, the the love connection to St. Valentine's yeah. actually comes from the observation of birds falling in love. So that's how the date became the date. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I just thought it was cute. Love when we say lovebirds, yes. that's what we mean. Yeah, they're lovebirds. That's when they start falling in love. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I thought it was cute. How cute. Yeah, that's very cute. Um, well, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. We have a ready pet go. Exactly. We have a ready pet go. Shall we split it in half? We're gonna split this one in half. Um, do you want to do the first? Yeah. Okay, cool. So this is from Pear Tree, Doctor and Sterling. Hi, I finally found words to make a ready pet go about my beautiful demons. This is a long one, so feel free to remove, break up, condense things if you want or need. My beautiful now 11-ish year old orange cat is named Doctor. At the time, I just learned about Doctor Who. Family didn't have TV or streaming services for most of my childhood. And I was obsessed with the ninth Doctor episodes I'd seen. Even after weaning, we had to wait before I got her because she was a little sick. and We didn't want to give whatever cat cold it was to my family's pre-existing cats. After we got her home, when she stopped being scared, we got a bit more of a closer look. Turns out she has what seems to be a lazy eye. The other eye that seemed to be near permanently crossed and some pretty messed up vision in general. She can get by. It just really mostly seems to be depth perception that messes her up. But the concern about her safety with her vision made her the first one of my pets to get to be indoor only. My dad, who hates cats, was the one who decided that. And Doctor has wormed into his heart a bit because she's so affectionate. She immediately became a shoulder cat to me. I'm so jealous. Especially sitting like a parrot while she was small enough to. Cats weren't allowed on the table, so she'd counter that by jumping onto my shoulder while I did homework at the table and leaning all the way over. We learned pretty soon into having her, and it got worse post-spaying, but she seems to get chronic UTIs, and at the time we couldn't go to a vet to do anything about it, so we just did what we could to make her comfortable and tried not to get mad at what she did but couldn't control. Multiple times she'd accidentally pee somewhere that wasn't a litter box because she couldn't make it to any we had. And we tried not to laugh at the fact that my apparently very sickly cat with a stereotypically Victorian child constitution, was named Doctor for an entirely unrelated reason. She also taught herself to comfort me anytime I'm sad, stressed, or mad, especially when visibly or audibly crying too. I've jokingly called her a self-taught emotional support cat because it really is true. She'd be there to make me feel as comfortable and happy as I could in that house. Now that I have graduated high school and university and have a proper job and my own apartment, I've been able to do things to make her chronic UTIs less common. 
She's really pretty much fine now, as confirmed by the vet. Her vision is still bad, but since she was the reason I made it through university, it'd be hard for her to earn my anger for long. Even when she ruined a weighted blanket, and I had to find a special, fully machine washable one. Before we got her on medication to prevent her UTIs, she'd be so sweet and apologetic, it'd be hard to stay mad. She really is basically a saint in cat form. She gets along wonderfully with other cats and decently with dogs and loves pretty much all people. My family has me take my cats when, we, when I visit them for the holidays so I can stay longer than a day. She doesn't really seem to remember the other pets in the house, but she still is chill and polite with them when she sees them. That's not really a huge surprise, though. Between the bad vision and her already calm nature, she was even chill with the gerbils when we had them. Also, I swear she has eyes. They just really don't show up in photos. She's my favorite medical professional. Oh, well. Sterling, Silver, was an informal foster, and it's not a foster fail because I didn't adopt her. Doctor did. <laughs> my grandma found her outside an HEB and took her to me. Doctor almost immediately adopted this little rat disguised as a cat. I love her so much. Sterling hates all cats except Doctor and most humans. Most humans she'll ignore or hide from, but she dislikes some of my relatives so much she'll pretend to be sweet to them, lure them to be close enough to her to hiss and growl and swat at them. And it's an actual growl. <laughs> After so long of having Doctor, there was some part of me that forgot cats can growl like predators that they're descended from. Christmas 2022, she was young enough that she mostly just hid in the guest room, even with the door open when I was with family. This Christmas, the door was usually closed because when it wasn't, she'd stalk around the room like a panther, growling at everyone but me and Doctor trying to protect us. The friends of mine that have earned her not distrust, she's decent with, but it's nice to know that I'll probably always be her favorite human. She's very playful, and the only times her and Doctor get mad at each other are when she unintentionally bothers Doctor into trying to play with her. Her favorite toy is a pom-pom on an elastic string that she spent months ripping off of a cheap cat tower. She's not super affectionate, but when she wants petting, she's very happy about it. She's also very polite when telling me no to petting or playing, frequently grabbing me with her paws, no claws out, and gently pushing my hand away. Meanwhile, she will start growling the moment she sees my grandmother. I mean, firstly, pom-poms clearly a thing. Like, Oh, yes. And I wonder, I mean, maybe it is like, because Percy... Sounds a little bit like a Sterling. Like, yes. Percy will absolutely act sweet to people, lure them in, and then be like, ha-ha, I've got you, and like yes. hiss and growl at them. Um, so maybe there's some, there's an overlap in that Venn diagram. I think so. Um, there's something going on with that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for sending that. They they both sound gorgeous. Doc, just the idea of Doctor just being so polite, like, I can't really see what's going on, but I'm I'm happy to be here. Like... Bless her. Oh, yes. And there are photos. I forgot to put them in here. Um, But I really do like seeing doctors. Like, I see what you mean. Where it's like, no, there are eyes in there, but they're really, really <laughs> tiny and hard to see. It's really, really cute. Um, Send us your ready pet goes. We yes. love hearing about your pets. It it, warm, it warms our hearts. Yes. Uh, email them to us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Join us on Discord. Yes. Join us on Instagram. Yes. Get ready for Max Fun Drive. It's yeah, coming up. It's coming it's up. Not far away. We got a little, I'm not going to say, I won't say anything, but we did get a little preview of. Um, oh, yeah. The cool thing. The cool thing. We got a preview of a cool thing and I'm it's really cool excited thing. about it. Yeah, I'm also. really excited about the cool thing too. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week. Yeah. I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Ella McLeod.
Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.